the Greater Atlanta Area Love Broadcast Good evening, it is Loudmouth Radio Broadcasting in the Atlanta area tonight. How is everyone doing? It is a awesome Tuesday. You know my word is awesome, so don't hate me for it. It is an awesome Tuesday in the metro Atlanta area, and we are so excited to be on air tonight, bringing these special features on our summer edition of Loudmouth Radio. Typically, we would be on air bringing you our normal lineups of shows, but we have definitely made a great turn this summer with uh, giving our host a little bit of a summer break. Um, except Jazzy, she's such a stalker. She's definitely going to be on air tonight. <laughs> um, but we're just excited to bring you some more things that have been going on in the area. You know, we're all about um, bringing you the community, empowerment, inspiration, and entertainment. And I think tonight's segment is going to cater once again into all those areas, which is always great. And we're hoping that you're going to enjoy tonight's installment of the Bear Truth Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Miss Jazzy Jones. Uh, we're going to actually bring in um, the great opportunity that we had as a media outlet to cover the Peachtree Village Film Festival, which we are gladly going to be talking about a few things that are centered in the area of Atlanta because this film that we'll be talking about tonight was actually shot in the metro Atlanta area. So we're so excited to be on air as usual, and we're going to have some people that were actually a part of this piece to talk with us tonight, and Ms. Jazzy is going to give you all that flavor and some, of course, so we'll be also making some announcements, which I'm going to start this off with, um, giving you guys our social media outlets, of course, we're on Twitter at Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H.com, um, which is actually Loudmouth at Twitter. So we're also on Facebook at Loudmouth Online. I'm sorry, I think I was mixing the two up. But we're on Facebook as Loudmouth Online. We're on Twitter as at Loudmouth and LoudmouthRadio.com. A lot of you guys have definitely been using that domain and going to the site, um, which have been leading you directly to our Blog Talk channel on Blog Talk Radio. But we've officially launched a site that at least gives you more context, content, links, information, visibility, um, Definitely gives you some things that keeps you connected with what we're doing. You know, one of the big announcements for us, we've become official media partners for the 2013 annual Black Gay Pride in the 17th year of the celebration. So we're really honored as a new um, radio, online radio network, to have that privilege to be able to connect with great people like Meek Productions, Urban Socialites, In the Life Atlanta, which is the host organization of the entire event. And we're definitely going to be bringing you guys some important people who are making moves in the Atlanta area that's trying to really make sure that people who come for Atlanta's Black Gay Pride will have a great time. So there's so many events going on, and we'll come back to that and talk about that some more during the course of the, of the show tonight. So without further ado, I would like to make sure I bring in your hostess with the mostest, Ms. Jasmine. <laughs> Hi, good evening, everyone. So excited about being a part of the show, um, being a part of this network, and uh, you know what? We are growing in leaps and bounds, um, doing things that, you know, I won't say that you wouldn't believe, because I know many of you are believers, and you cannot achieve it unless you believe it. 
And we have laid a foundation of thoughts. We've laid a, a foundation of dreams. And we're watching those dreams come to pass. We are aligning ourselves up with the greatest people and greatest opportunities, and we want to bring that to you. So as we do here on the, the Bare Truth, Love, Life, Life, Sex, and Flowers. Man, I'm messing up my own show. Wait a minute. Let me say that again. The Bare Truth, Life, Sex, and Flowers with with your host, Jazzy Jones. We are bringing you... Um, some really just awesome things. As our producer, Sunny said, we have been doing our summer editions of remote location coverage, press releases, conference, news flashes, updates, um, and it's just been amazing. So as we have been doing all summer long, we have been giving you inspiring, empowering, and entertainment Tonight we're going to continue to bring you the Peach Tree Village International Film Festival's um, movie called First Impression. We were able to meet with, man, when I tell you guys, we just laid a foundation of good relationships with the director and, and the um, actresses, and we got some unexpected actors that we knew in this particular film that we were shocked to see when we got to the screening this past weekend. And then we met some new friends, which I posted some pictures, and we'll do again tonight on our Facebook and on Twitter. And also on our website, we will um, post the pictures of the events. But we were able to meet one of the most incredible actors that had a spot in the film. And he doesn't speak. He actually barks. I fell in love with this gentle giant and his trainer, and I will call Mama and Papa, the Mr. and Mrs., um, are going to speak with us tonight, um, and he goes by the name of Top Dog, and so Mrs. Sheila Top Dog, <laughs> that's not the actual names, we'll introduce them later, <laughs> but he's the trainer, he's a former police officer and military canine trainer. So he had a spot in the movie, and I'm I'm talking about him probably more than I'm actually talking about the movie, which is what happened over the course of the weekend. I fell in love with this baby. And so you're going to see some more of him and some additions to our family, the radio family, um, soon. I'm plugging that. I'm plugging that spot for a new addition to the radio family. So you, you'll hear about that at a later time. But we're going to have them on talking about their how they got into the movie, um, their interest in this particular film and project. We want to hear more about it. But we just had an awesome time this weekend. And we're doing some big, big things and taking our radio station and our love for community outreaches and um, branding and marketing to a whole new level. I'm so blessed. And I thank you once again, as I try to do each weekend, I mean, each week that we're on air, I try to say, make sure I say thank you to all of the listeners and the followers and supporters of Loudmouth Radio, because without you, we would just be speaking, and we do that very well to each other, but we want to make sure that we're bringing you information, and we're bringing you coverage that's of interest to you. So we started a whole radio network saying, guys, what's important to you? What would you like us to bring to you? Because we want to make sure that we're on the right track. And so we still want that to be done. So as Sunny mentioned, all of our 
contact information, you're able to follow us now on loudmouthradio.com. We've updated and revamped our website. It's beautiful. Um, always trying to make sure that we give you the best information and how to contact us. We have some great advertisement rates. Our media partners are just joining the bandwagon because they see and believe in what we're doing. And so you're able to go there to find out that information, where we are, what we're doing, what we've done in the past. You're able to archive shows. So, you know, that's a huge accomplishment for us to get on Stitcher Radio, the um, news station of radio, online radio, as Pandora is to music, Stitcher is to news radio. And so we're very excited to be a partner um, and and part in growing with them, and they're just promoting us out there, and we're just excited. So, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are going to... um, once again, bring First Impression, directed by Arthur Muhammad. Um, and all of these people were in it. Lamont Rucker, Lisa. Oh, my God, this woman is so beautiful. Her, her, her beauty comes not only from her outward beauty. She's very beautiful. But she has such a beautiful energy. And she's just amazing. So Lisa Arendelle Anderson, David Mann is in this movie, Elise Neal. Um, Verna Richardson, Imani Townsend. It uh, is the characters that meet in this particular film. And it begins to talk about relationships and honesty and truth. And it is hilarious. And just the ups and downs of dating. You know, that's a topic that never grows old. Always somebody is saying, wow, I can't meet anybody good. Um, I don't know anybody, and if I do meet somebody, something's always wrong with them or some insecurities with our own selves and, you know, baggage from the past. So it covers all of that. It also covers hopes and dreams. I mean, it's just so many aspects to this movie. But when I tell you hilarious, it is so funny. We had an opportunity to meet with Lisa Wu, and uh, she's a hoot in this movie. I can't wait to the release of it. The screening was definitely, you know, worth us going to and having just the most hearty laugh in some unexpected places and some unexpected scenes. But it's just really funny to watch people um, bring their thoughts from the paper to film, and you get to kind of step in the minds of what people are thinking and, and how they do it. So it's really fun to watch and to have been a part of this. We're really honored. We just kind of show up and say, hey, we wanted to do coverage, and then, you know, some people find out about us, and then they call and ask if we'll be a part of things. And so we're growing, and this movie was part of that growth and the coverage of the um, Peachtree Village International Film Festival. As I mentioned on another show, make sure when we're bringing you these kind of exposures to tap back into their website, tap into uh, following them, liking them, those things are so important because the more likes you get, maybe maybe a lot of people don't know, the more likes you get about, let's say, first impressions, it makes people who want to invest in these projects say, hey, they have a substantial following to make me believe that my money is going to have a return of value. It's all about business. So when you're getting sick and tired of seeing like my page, like my page, follow me, like my page, and follow me, it is only because if we don't have the following and we don't have the likes, 
nobody else is going to like us with their investments that help projects like First Impression, the movie we covered prior to that was called Home, directed by Journal Oliver. Um, we, we need to make sure that you guys are continuing the support for us but also the support for the guests that we bring on and the topics that we bring. So kudos for you that are doing it. Tag on to your friends and their friends of their friends so that they could do it as well, and we can make sure that all of our guests um, be followed and supported. But, again, this movie, a hoot, a hoot, a hoot, a hoot. So we're going to, in just a little while, have our first guest. Now, what was so interesting about our first guest, and I'll just go ahead and tell you, it's Meryl Johnson. He's one of our mentors in business as well as a brother in spirit. He is just phenomenal, and we are so fortunate to have him in our personal lives and our business lives, but we were so fortunate and surprised when he actually showed up, and we were like, oh, cool, this is great. We get to watch the movie together, and little did we know, that he was in the movie. So we can't wait for him to call tonight. And we're going to post all of his information as we try to do for each guest. And then we're going to also have um, Mr. Rashard come in, who is Top Dog, who had Zar, um, our barking friend, who actually did not bark the entire time. So we're going to have Meryl Johnson call in. And I believe actually he may be online. And if so, I know that um, he'll be queued in in just a few to uh, speak with us. But he is just really, well, he's good looking for one. He's absolutely adorable. And he's smart. And he got himself in this film. So we're going to find out um, just how that took place in just a few minutes. But I don't know how many of you were able to get to the Film Festival, we would love to have you call in tonight. The phone number is 347-826-7520. So you can give us your um, thoughts about it and what you what you liked, what you didn't like, what films you enjoyed, and what you thought of the films that we covered. We covered First Impression, which is tonight, and then we also covered Home. So if you would, give us a call, text us. Email us, Facebook us, um, go to our website, Twitter, and let us know what you thought of the movies if you did get an opportunity to see it. And then if you didn't, let us know the movies that you did see so we can kind of chat about it. We're going to also have some coverage from the directors and some of the actors um, that were in the um, movie itself. But I believe we do have Meryl on the line now. Meryl, are you with us, my love? Good evening. I am right here. Hi, honey bun. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We are doing busy, and I know you are too, <laughs> and I really appreciate you squeezing us into your busy schedule to kind of talk about first impression because it was an absolute hoot and a shock and a surprise, sweet surprise to see you there. So we will go right into it. But first got to tell my guests, I forgot to tell you, grab your coffee, grab your tea, your choice of beverage, sit back, put your, your feet up, and let's listen to Hi, Mary. <laughs> you know who that is. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, Sonny. <laughs> hey, get off, get off my show. Get off my show. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, stay on, stay on, and so you can ask questions and talk as well. But now, how 
in the world did you end up in the movie and tell our guests the the surprising little things that they may or may not know about, you know, what else is in the movie besides yourself? Well, let me tell you, it's a funny story. Um, I have been friends for, I'm sure, more than 20 years with one of the directors on the movie, Rachel Lockett, uh-huh. when, we both, when we both lived in Los Angeles. And I didn't even know that Rachel was living in Atlanta until about maybe five or six years ago. We ran into one another at a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. in a mansion in Alpharetta, <laughs> and wow. both were shocked that each other was here. So I didn't know she even lived here. And uh, I had not seen her in a while, and she called me, and she knew that I was in real estate, and she actually wanted to find out about getting a house to use mm-hmm. for the movie. And so she uh-huh. began to share with me what she was doing with the movie and what her role in the movie was and thought that I would be able to help them find uh, a property that would suit, you know, the um, the movie. And I couldn't really think of anything that I had listed at the time uh-huh. that would fit what she was looking for. And then she asked, well, what about your house? Which she had <laughs> never like, seen. <laughs> well, you know, which she had never seen. She hadn't been to this house. So um, uh-huh. I was like, well, you know, she described, you know, the type of house she was looking for, and I was certainly not thinking my house when she described that. Right. So I said, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, what are they going to want to do? You know, because usually they want to be in there for a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, I just didn't know how inconvenient that would be and, you know, just how how that would work. So, um, you know, she shared with me how it would go, and um, she arranged uh, a meeting actually a telephone call, and I can't remember who I spoke to initially, but they called me, they asked me about the house, and I said, well, you know, I have some pictures of my house, which were, you know, on my computer, and I said, if you want, I can I can email, you know, some photos inside and right. out of the house, and you can get a look at it. So they, they saw the pictures, and they fell in love with the house, and they said it will be perfect for the character Imani for the movie. And I said, you're oh kidding. my God! Who doesn't who doesn't fall in love with your house? It is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Um, so what happened is I don't remember how much longer after that there was a meeting scheduled at the house, and then so I was here to meet the people. And I mean, a, a van like a fifteen passenger van load plus <laughs> another vehicle full of people showed up at my house one day. <laughs> And they came in, they took measurements, they walked through, I met them. And I have to tell you, every person that I encountered on this film, and this is not my industry at all, um, Mm -hmm. was so absolutely nice and so professional. And uh, they just made me feel like I was a part of it. Um, Which you were. (laughs) Well, that's a whole other story that just happened by (laughs) <laughs> but, um, you know, they came in, they they determined for sure, you know, that we absolutely do want to use this house. And I'm like, really? So they gave me the date that it was going to happen. I said, is there anything that I need to do? They said, no, there's nothing you need to do, but it's a woman's house. And my house, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not a woman. 
and it doesn't look like a woman's house. My art, my stuff in here. So they ask permission to move things around. So it's very interesting. They went through every room and every wall and everything that they before they did anything, and they took a whole lot of pictures mm-hmm. of how I had everything because so they then they moved everything. <laughs> to different parts of the room. They hung drapes where there were no drapes. They moved my African art. They moved everything yeah, around so that it would look like I a woman's was looking house. For. Right. I was looking for, because we, we, Sunny and I, when we were covering it and we were, you know, watching the screening, and at first flash, we said, I said, wait a minute, that looks like Meryl's house. And so we kept looking and kept saying, no, yes, no. And then the main thing we were looking for was the African art. And so we were like, no, maybe it's not. And then we saw a table that, you know, we had come to your house and, and sat at as a, at a gathering. And she was like, but that's the table we sat. <laughs> that's right. So and that same so table, yes, yeah, see, that table has wooden chairs around it. But in the movie, because it was a woman's house, they put white fabric chairs around the table. But right, that was the right. table. And, um, you know, so they had, you know, it was very funny seeing my stuff in the movie. There were picture frames that my family's pictures are in, and they had pictures of the little dog from the movie mm-hmm. in the picture frame. So mm-hmm. it was really funny. And um, on the day uh, before the movie, I did want to go and tell my neighbors, you know, listen, my house is going to be used in a movie, so there's going to be some people coming over here, uh-huh. you know, so they'll be alarmed because the day of the filming, I mean, it looked like I was having a house party at 8 o'clock in the morning because there wow. were literally vehicles all over this whole street. And uh, it drew a lot of attention oh. um, because they were moving in all of this. There were probably about 50-some people in my house. Wow. So did you tell yeah. them, though, or, or or you didn't tell your neighbors? Because I'm sure they were no, crazy. No, I did like, tell oh. my neighbors. Okay, no, I okay. did tell my neighbors so that they would know. And then they were here at night. I mean, some of the nights I came home, you know, it was 10, 11 o'clock at night, and they were still here because they had to get the night scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you remember in the movie, one of the uh, nights, Lamont Rucker's character came to pick up the house. It was at night. So, right. you know, they had to do That's some right. of those night scenes. So, wow. great experience. Well, it was, great it experience. Was really good. Yeah. I loved um, – it was so funny. I was laughing so hard. I, I thought they covered so many um, aspects, like I was saying in the beginning of the movie. It, you know, you could pick out dreaming. You could pick out, you know, don't fail yourself and not, you know, walk into your insecurities where you don't follow and pursue your dream. It was so many in-depth things within the comedy, I thought. Oh, I think so, too. And, you know, I got to spend some time with uh, Regis, um, the uh, the playwright, I mean, the, mm-hmm. the screenwriter. And, uh, I mean, he's just a very interesting guy, uh, very much uh, uh, just an upright kind of Christian guy. And with some down good to values. earth. Very, very down to earth. And what yes. I really love, I'm, I'm a parent and I have four sons. What I really love he has, I believe, five children, and all wow. five children, yeah, all five children played a part in that movie. In fact, one of his sons is in the movie. Really? And, 
In fact, one of his daughters is in the movie as well because she, if you remember the bar scene uh, where they were in the bar and he ordered the water, Lamont's character ordered the water with the line, mm-hmm. the girl with the long blonde braid is Regis's daughter. Yeah, and so, oh my God, when she was rolling her eyes. Yes, that one. <laughs> and so she, you know, the daughters were doing hair and makeup. The sons were passing out pizzas to the extras. I mean, they all just worked in concert, and I was so impressed by that. And they were just the most uh, polite, uh, disciplined, well-behaved uh, young oh, adult see. children, mm-hmm. and I know he has Makes to be proud of them. Makes it really difference. does. Oh my God! And all of the, all of the, um, the uh, the crew, and the cast. I mean, they they took pictures with us, uh, and Lisa Arendelle Anderson. I mean, just as she thanked. This is what I remember about her. She thanked me for providing her a backdrop. Speaking of my home, that gave her a great place to do her craft. I mean, who says that? Yeah, that was, that was quite something. What celebrity comes to you and says that really seriously in this industry? Not and then at the, at the premiere the other day, she remembered who I was. She remembered me, introduced me to her husband, and, uh, you know, you know, was sharing with him uh, that mine was the house that she uh, owned in the movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I said that in the beginning, that she was just, she was so beautiful inside and out. Her energy just, you know, it oozed all over when she was doing question and answer. And just, you know, I, I think I think when we play that, it got a little bit lost in translation. But she began to say how she was so impressed that she didn't have to take off her clothes or she wasn't asked to do, you know, demeaning things to women, that her part was a part that showed the strength of a smart, intelligent black woman who owned a business. That, and mm-hmm. that's what this movie, you know, like I said, even in the comedy, it showed you so many things that we face, you know, that, that, sure. that you know, most women, most black men, most children, most you know, you don't get an opportunity a lot of times to see movies that show strength. You see the weakness, you see the craziness, you see the drugs, you see the gang, you see the fighting. But this movie was able to give you funny. It gave you spirituality. It gave you strength and power. It, it was just, it was a good movie with a lot of um, points. But I just thought she was, she was so gracious. She was such a yes, gracious um, actress and just person. It seems don't know her personally, but I love a person who talked about their family first, and and that their craft supports their family, not. I'm doing this because, you know, I'm the big who and, you know, look at me. But my family was first. I thought that was really impressive. I wasn't even aware that she lived in uh, Atlanta. Neither was I. Very nice. Loved that. Didn't Mm -hmm. know that at all. Did not know that at all. So we found out a few things in this movie and um, uh, during the course of the action that, you know, some people I think, Sonny, are you still online? Maybe she got out, but um, she actually saw another person who was in the movie that we were not expecting that she had not seen in a long time. So I think when you're doing, when, when people are bringing in films, plays, you know, and entertainment into the city, 
it gives the city folks, as my mother would say, the city folks have an opportunity to be a part of this project. Hi, Sonny. Yeah, I was just saying that um, um, you were able to see some of the people that you hadn't seen in a, quite a long time that was in this movie as well. Like, we were so shocked to see Marilyn. I was so glad that you were in there and, and able to play a real key important role because the house made a difference as, you know, we don't want to give the whole movie away, but the house played a difference in what went on in the movie. So, you know, just seeing people involved, I think, was really important to me that they were able to bring people in from the community. Now, with regard to myself actually being in the uh, in the movie, yes, um, the movie was being filmed right around uh, the presidential election last year. Mm. And so I had taken time off uh, and didn't book any appointments with my real estate clients so that everybody could go vote. And I oh, had already right. voted. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had already voted. So I had a completely clear calendar for election day. And okay. um, I, we were... They were here filming very late um, the night before the election night, and they were letting me see some of the rough footage from that day's shooting. And we were sitting in my dining room. I was having a glass of wine, and everybody was here, and we were just laughing at the snippets, you know, the Uh the pieces that had been shot that day. And I, I could see some of the stuff that I ended up seeing in the movie that day. Um And um, it was just really kind of cool. Everybody was relaxed. The people were still very much in their roles. And someone, I don't remember who, but they asked me what I was doing tomorrow. And I said, well, I've got a clear calendar. And they said, well, we have a scene that we're going to be doing, you know, on a location at a church. And if you're not doing anything, why don't you come and be an extra in the movie? And I said, well, you know what? I cleared my calendar because it's election day and I really I really could do that. So, that so um cool. I asked if I could invite anybody else because it, it was a church thing. I knew they were gonna meet some other people and they said mm-hmm. sure. So, you know, I had some friends and there was um a couple of clients who purchased homes and they were off a couple that I know and um I knew that they were both off, and I asked them what they had to do tomorrow and if they had already voted, and they, and they had. So I asked them if they wanted to come and be extras too. So they came, and oh, wow. it was the husband and wife again, and the husband was sitting there, and, they, you know, we had to come dressed in church clothes. They already mm-hmm. told me I was going to be in the choir, though, so I didn't have okay. to come in church clothes. So um, when we got there, um, he was – sitting in the, in the audience, and someone, I can't remember who, came and pulled him out of the audience and said, we want you to come up here and sit as the assistant pastor next to David Mann. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually was very much seen in the movie, you know, before Tamla did her big number. Yeah. one who yeah. escorted her to the stage. So they were oh real happy god. to see themselves. You know, uh, they were just clapping and like, oh, my God. Watch oh, my, my God. Movie. They cannot, <laughs> listen, they can't wait for it to, to come out in the theater so that everybody can see him. 
Oh, my God. But you know what? It's fun when you are an extra or have a, a part to play in something like that. You know, it just makes you feel good. It, you don't even have to be the big eye, but it just makes you feel good to know you're a part of something that's fun. And, it's, you know, life is too short. Do things that make you happy. Do things that, that make you feel good and that bring smiles and bring joy. You know, so it's a small part. It's just fun. It's just really a lot Absolutely. of fun. Well, Meryl, we appreciate you. Please tell all of Atlanta and all over the United States and the world because we are online, so we reach a wide array of people. This guy, just so you know, guys, Meryl is one of the absolute best realtors, brokers, persons in the business. If you want a house, this is the man. Soon I will be joining his team, so don't get too comfortable. <laughs> but um, he is just phenomenal. He doesn't just throw you in a house and just, okay, you know, leave you like that. He really nurses you and, and finds out who you are so that he can find you the best um, living space. And it, it's more than just a job with him. And, it, and that's something important because this is one of the largest purchases you will ever make. So we want you to give your information. And well, then let that me tell you. Can get in touch with you. Sure. Let me tell you, before I do that, I would love to plug my business. I want to thank uh, Rachelle Lockett again because what a great opportunity to encounter, you know, just an awesome group of people and feel connected to those people. I'm connected with them on Facebook. We mm -hmm. exchange back and forth mm -hmm. from time to time, people I would have never known. I have a son that has an interest in editing, and the editor on the movie actually offered to take him under his wing and let oh. him participate and learn. And my son is, is 15, so, I mean, who does that? So, oh, I mean, that's it's awesome. just yeah, oh, it's just a really amazing group of people. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. as the as the credits were rolling and you know they were going to do the Q&A after the uh the show the viewing the other day, I just about slid under my feet in front of me when I saw my name go up in the credits. See? I mean, I absolutely was not expecting to have my name in the movie credits. So, I mean, wow. what an awesome group of people that they would even think to include me. Um, which, you know, I was just an extra and offered my home, which they paid, you know, to use, but I just wasn't expecting all of that. So I feel very blessed to have been a part of it. Um, mm -hmm. Those of you who were not there, please, please, please support this piece of art. It was funny. Yes. It was universal. Although with the black cast, it was a universal story that everybody could relate to. Right. Um, and we've yeah. got to do more to support the people that are bringing quality products. Exactly, and we cannot expect, just on that note, we cannot expect for somebody else to support the things that we do. Audience, Absolutely. listeners, please understand, this is not about um, color as far as, you know, something negative, but this is very much that if you want to see funny, if you want to see positive, if you want to see better, then we have to do better by supporting it. So when you see films with um, all-star casts that happen to be of a diverse group or a minority or an ethnic, support it. Learn something. Figure out something, you know, but just support something, sometimes other than the same box that you always sit yourself in. You will be amazed at the things 
understand we're talking about a comedy that we got some, you know, some strong points out of just in the laughter. So support what people are doing locally, support them nationally, and support them globally. And, guys, I'm telling you, it will create more jobs, it will create more opportunity, because the more money you can make in a film, guess what? You can make more films, and people can go to work. And, you know, at the same time doing the things that they love. So, we, Mayor, once again, kudos to you and your part in this for making certain parts happen. Kudos to the directors, the producers, and the actors in this, this movie. We really appreciate you coming on. Now, give them your information. We're going to go to a break right after that. Wonderful. Uh, again, it's Meryl Johnson and Associates, powered by Keller Williams Realty, Atlanta Classics in southwest Atlanta, but we cover the metropolitan area. And I can be reached on the World Wide Web at Merrill Johnson, that's M-E-R-R-I-L-L, johnson.com, and reached by my mobile number at 404-246-3333. And just know that when you come to me for your real estate needs, that I absolutely believe that real estate is about the people and Mm -hmm. not the houses. It's not about the houses, and you have to get to know the people and what the people's priorities are, their goals are, their issues are, so that you can match make them with the right situation as it relates to their housing. You have to be a good listener to be a good realtor. That's so true. I need to work on my listening skills. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. (laughs) I'm getting better at that. I'm serious. I have to actively try to do the same thing. I have to actively do the same exact thing. But I, the more I do it, the more I find that I'm better able to accommodate the people because I'm not buying a house for me. I'm looking for the house for them. Yeah. And you're doing a great job. I mean, Well, thank just, you for your what, support. What, what, what have you been doing in the last couple of months? I mean, it's, guys, just so you know, and we're going to go to break. Just so you know, if every five minutes you're blinking and another one is so blink and another one and blink another happy customer. <laughs> That's how well, you know that, My oldest son introduced me to Facebook and MySpace and, you know, social media. And uh, at some point I realized, wow, this is an awesome uh, media here to be able to reach people. And those are only the happy stories that I uh, the people allow me to post. There are many uh-huh. other stories where people may lose their home or a divorce or yeah. you know, other yeah. stories that aren't so happy. And I just like to share those things because people are paying attention to what's going on and people need to know that real estate is still moving. Housing is about people. It is one of the three um, major elements of life, one of the three fundamental things, food, clothing, and shelter. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs it. And even if a person is losing their home, that's still a transaction. Uh, Mm -hmm. All of those things are things that that keep us busy. So everyone needs a place to live. Right, right. Whether they're upsizing or downsizing, you're right. Absolutely. You're right. Well, we will definitely help you um, promote and push your business. Tonight is free. Next time I'm going to call you and say, okay, here's your bill. But, uh, no, I definitely wanted to, to give you kudos because we believe in, you know, as we grow, we want 
audience. We want our guests to grow, and we believe in, you know, we don't have anybody on the show that we don't believe in, even if we don't agree. We don't have to agree, but we do have to believe in you as a person, um, and that's what humanity is about. And so all of the things that we do, we want to make sure that we are reaching back or reaching across or reaching up because sometimes we need people to pull us up. So we really appreciate you, Meryl, so much for coming on. Join us anytime you'd like. Maybe we'll have a segment soon that we can just talk about real estate, talk about the market, talk about housing, and and work on some things from that angle. So we definitely want to keep you on standby on some of the things that we're doing and appreciate that would be very great much. that would be great thank you guys so much for the opportunity and uh, you know I tune in many times but uh, this will be in a guest thank you sweetheart love you much love you too bye thanks Meryl you're welcome thanks so much guys you've been listening to Meryl Johnson talk about his role and getting his house how about that what is that like he just told us for those of you that are just joining us you are know you are always able to go back and archive and listen to our shows listen to our guests so you'll be able to do that um, but he was explaining to us how he got his house and he got a spot a cameo in the actual film first impressions and it's, you know what, it's good to know people. It's good to build relationships because you never know years and years later who you will come back, cross their path, and they either hate you or love you. Um, and hopefully, even in the mistakes that we've made and maybe we burned some bridges or maybe um, i got to sneeze. Isn't that terrible? Oh, Lord, go ahead and sneeze, girl. I'm right here with you. Just blow your... <laughs> Every time just do you like I do, snort, snot, and do everything else, you know? Yeah, I know. Just she was on, on air the other night, and it was probably... But every time she says something while I'm getting ready to sneeze, she, she makes me lose lose my sneeze. But what I was saying is, and hopefully, even in the process of, <laughs> of us building or burning, what we always want to do is to turn that back around and rebrand ourselves, reinvent ourselves. And when you know better, you do better. And so we really appreciate Meryl coming on and just explaining how his relationship pushed him right into a role and his house in a role. And it's beautiful, guys. His house is amazing. Um, so we appreciate Meryl once again for coming on the show. We're going to break right now and allow our sponsors, our media partners, to be known and to be heard. You are listening to Loud Mouth Radio. Tonight's show, The Bear Truth, Love, Life, Saves the Flowers. We're broadcasting live out of the metro Atlanta area. And this is an awesome night, as always, to be here and being able to bring you the good news. And we want to just start off by saying thank you to our media partners that have been with us from the point that we come actually going on air to the point in which we're elevating and going into a new season in the fall. Uh, one of our media partners, Bright Car Spa, located at 360 Edgewood Avenue in Atlanta area, is offering some great promotions. They are a media partner and a supporting business of the Atlanta Black Gay Pride through our network, and they are offering our listeners, our followers, the opportunity to bring their car over to their location and get a $20 special, an in-and-out cleaning of your vehicle. You know, Pride is going on, and if, even if you're not attending Pride, we have actually gone at least four days straight in the metro Atlanta. If you're in this area, you know that it has been raining, cats, dogs, wolves, and hounds. So... With that being said, take your car over there. Take advantage of this great promotion for $20. You can't beat that. And when I tell you these guys do an awesome job over there, 
They have a, a, a nice size lot. They actually have a convenient parking area as well as an inside port. So if they're going to do a detail and you want to go something a little bit richer to your vehicle, do it. I promise you your car will always drive better. You can reach them at 404-913-4980. Also online at brightcarspa.com and it's B-R-I-T-E-C-A-R-S-P-A.com. And they're conveniently open every day. So you know they're getting it in. And that means they want your business. Make sure you get on over there telling them that Loud Mouth Radio sent you. We also want to recognize um, In the Life Atlanta for doing an awesome job as the host of the Atlanta Gay Pride annually, their 17th year in existence. And we have become official media partners for this year's Pride, and we are so excited. So we're going to gauge, oh, my God, from uh, celebrity interviews to people that are actually partaking in the events, the organizers, the promoters. Um, people who might be disgusted because they stuck in traffic, you know, we're just going to get it in. We don't care. We don't care. We're just going to get it in. So we're going to make sure that you will know what's going on in the city. We're going to be doing some special broadcasts, and we're going to release a lot of stuff online. So make sure you go to loudmouthradio.com, and that's loudmouth with two Ds, loudmouthradio.com. Get the updates. Find out where we'll be Um, because we're going to make sure that we're bringing to you day coverage as well as evening coverage, let you know and hear the festivities, what's going on, nowhere to go. And uh, you also, if you're not able to make every event, we're going to try our best because I'm going to tell you guys, there's almost 70 events in the city alone for Pride. So it's just going to be bananas. So if you ain't got your coins up, save you a couple of dollars for those must-go-to events that you want to make it and just come to Live Off Radio and hear what you missed. I'm just putting it out there so you know where we, we care about you. We want to keep you in the loop. So... Um, once again, make sure you stay connected with us. We appreciate our listeners. You can tweet us at Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. You can follow us online on Facebook at Loudmouth Online. And Miss um, Jazzy, I know we had your um, guest yeah. ready in queue. Um, but we're going to check and see if he's ready to come back into the line. He was there just a second ago. Um, okay. But I want to say this. Um, I was listening to Meryl's interview online with us, and I got to say that um, gracious, he's very gracious. And when I tell you that, we were sitting there looking at him, I was like, goodness gracious, that house looks like Meryl's house. And we didn't know yeah, as yeah. you heard them speak on this. Um, but like you said, you, you, you put it in a nutshell. People, you never know what relationships will procure you opportunities. So be mindful. Um, I posted something yesterday myself in regards, because I'm a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, and all of us are people. And even with business, people behind the business, they have feelings, you know. So be mindful how you treat people. If you can avoid misfortune, you know, and disruptive and, 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 and um, you know, just not the best feeling type of relationships, work better at them. That's one thing I prayed for last year was to make my relationship stronger and personal as well mm-hmm. as in business. So I think that that's important. So I think that you said a, a, a mouthful when you made that, that notion of how magnificent someone that you know for 15, 20 years come back and give you an opportunity like that. So that's great. Um, the other thing is uh, make sure the movie itself, First Impression, uh, mm-hmm. is online. So make sure you like their page. We've posted it, but they're on Facebook.com slash First Impression Movie. And um, also want to make sure that you're able to connect with them online. They're also online directly with a website, which is FirstImpressionMovie.com. So if you need to, 
get an idea of what this film is about even more. And it was some it was some fantastic funny moments into this thing. And I oh and I gotta God. say that you know you already know when you got somebody like you know David and Tamala Mann who are from Meet the Browns, you know they on set. Were cool. Yeah, they were they were funny. They were awesome. And uh, Lamont Rucker, um, my 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 Libra my Libra brother, uh, Mr. Kendrick Cross who plays. Uh, uh, Lamont Rucker's friend in the movie, you know he was awesome, and uh, he was he was even better offset, wasn't he, Jazzy? Mm-hmm. He was very. Brad James, uh, you know, you, you um, just never Brad know James. how people really are until you interview. You know, you think one a person is going to be one way, and you find out, whoa, they are so sweet. Or sometimes you think people are so sweet, and then you interview them like, well, that person was very nice. So, but we've had the very. Uh, great pleasure of interviewing people who just blew our minds with uh, the, the best word really is graciousness yeah this, right and so, you know <laughs> just great Brown David Mann didn't he look great in the film I yeah, said Brown must oh be over God, here weightlifting or something you know got cock diesel I mean he has gotten so just buff I was like whoa yeah. I mean if he didn't have such a recognizable face you probably wouldn't, you know, be so prone, but he does. But he he looked great in that movie. He looked he really did. good in the movie. Yeah. So, but I think we do have our guest on um, yep. on the show. We'll bring him so on live for you guys. If we, we want to bring in our man, is this top dog with me on the line? Hello. Hello, calling you live. Hello, how's everyone? Hi. Wow, this is Top Dog. Yes, you know, I, I was getting ready to go the whole roof roof, but I just thought, you know, I almost went way back to my high school and got really loud, got up and stopped <laughs> marching and doing my bulldog stomp, and I had to bring that down real fast. <laughs> Welcome. So, how, how are you guys doing today? We are doing so well. We're much better um, than we were even just a second before because you're joining us and we love love having guests call in live and be a part of our show. So welcome to um the Bear Truth with myself, Sonny and Producer. Good to hear you talk Guys, this is Mr. Blake Rashad himself, better known as Top Dog, the K nine dog trainer and 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 supporter of some really good things that we're going to get into and let him talk about. But we met him um, during the screening just by chance. He's a very strong presence in himself. Um, But then he had this gentle giant that I just almost lost it and could not even interview anybody else. So I'm going to let him talk about our, our main man. You know, he's my main star of the whole film. No disrespect to anybody else. They did a great job, but he is the main star for me. So tell us a little bit about, or a lot of bit, about you and Zar. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, Zar, he really put his thing down. Um, Zar is a 100-pound black giant schnauzer. And um, he, he is trained to do commercials and movies, things of that sort. But uh, he really did a great job, and uh, he, and he was a great president. He got a lot of he great, was. excellent response. 
he well, I said, you know what, if you didn't just love dogs and what you do with your foundation and training in general, if you didn't just love it and, and enjoy what you do, I would say you are the best marketer of your business by just having him with you. I mean, he just demands everybody's attention, and he's so when I tell you guys the word of the night is gracious, that dog is the most gracious animal. <laughs> How did you start just in general loving animals, but much less loving the um, giants? Now, Well, um, I started off young, um, moving a lot, having to pick up and get new friends everywhere I went. So mm-hmm. I, I thought falling in love with dogs. I embraced them, and they embraced me. And um, and then realized I finally realized that I had a art for mm-hmm. communicating with them and, and training them. Wow! So what was your first dog? My first dog was a Great Dane. Whoa! Yes. So you had a horse, uh, you know, early. Good gracious! Excuse me. I'm sorry. I said so. Basically, you had a horse starting off training. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, as soon as I got it, I started training it. Wow, they are so beautiful, but they are so big. So, and then um, after that, I went into the military, U.S. Army, and started training dogs in the military. And from that point on, I came out and trained the city of Atlanta Police Department's first three drug dogs. Oh, my goodness. Now, when was that? That was in eighty. I'm showing my age here. That was in 87. Wow. So the very first dogs, you were the trainer. Yes. They had, uh, they had just started that drug program, and they pulled me off the streets, and they noticed that I had a background in training dogs, and um, I saved them a, quite a bit of money because drug dogs run you about eighteen dollars to $21,000. You better stop. Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys, you heard it first here, maybe not first, but, you know, kind of first on our show, how much it costs. And, and there is that they go out and just buy a dog that somebody else has trained, it costs that much? Well, normally there's a few different organizations, uh, private organizations, I used to sell them as well, uh, um, that train police dogs, patrol, dog, patrol dogs, drug dogs, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you then you get into the bomb dogs, and all bomb dogs come from Lackland Air Force Base. They come from the military. So, but uh, mm-hmm. drug dogs, uh, different organizations can train and sell them. Eighteen to twenty-one thousand dollars. I am in the wrong business. Seriously. <laughs> oh my God. So, how did you? Now we know it started early, but. And I guess it's just, I guess I'm going to answer my own question. It's just the energy and the sixth sense that you have to say, this dog is feeling me and I'm feeling this dog. Because a lot of people don't have that gift, or maybe they don't tap into the gift to know um, and pay attention to what this dog is feeling or thinking. You know how we do with our children. We do it with our kids because we pay attention. So how is it that, you have gained this respect and this love and, and this gift, do you feel, for the dogs that you've trained and worked with? Well, um, I have a statement, and that's the name of my talk show, but I have a statement I always make uh, that, you know, uh, um, you talk, I bark. 
and mm-hmm. and and I, and I say that because I have a way of communicating with dogs that other people may not. One thing is is um, um, when it comes to dogs, humans talk too much. Mm-hmm. And, I agree. Uh, and I we, agree. And we got to communicate with dogs with our facial expressions, our hands, our body languages, and our mannerisms. And dogs understand that much more than they do the words coming out of our mouth. Wow. We can't we can't lie with our body, you know, our body mm-hmm. languages, you know, mm-hmm. and our facial expressions. It's always truth in that. So that's why when they do something wrong or we have this I'm so disappointed look and they just kind of drop their heads like, oh, wow. Yes, I yes, yes. Wow. They're communicating back to you. Absolutely. That is so interesting. Well, I'm glad you brought up your talk show because – you know, on our shows and in this network in general, it really is not one of those jealous things like, okay, you have a talk show, so we're not going to talk about your stuff. We really are inclusive to what people are doing. So tell us about your talk show, what that is, and you just gave us a little bit about it, but what is it, if I called your show, what would I do? What would I find out? What would it be about? Well, thank you for uh, allowing me to talk about my show on this platform. Most companies do not do that. You're absolutely right. <laughs> um, it is an exclusive dog talk radio show called You Talk, I Bark. And we talk, mm-hmm. I talk about everything dog. I have different guests, uh, celebrity guests, who just a, just, just a common man just, just wants to know about their dog. Or uh, a local business owner comes on and, and, and talk about their product. And I talk about dog behavior. I talk about nutrition, um, training, uh, you name it, uh, the dog diseases. You know, dogs have diabetes. Dogs have cancer. Yes. A dog can have just about all the things we can have, dogs can have. And we talk about how to prevent some of those things on those type of show. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Which the most exercise, which dogs are more violent than others. You know, a right. dog bite prevention, you know, the, the, the attack on kids. Things of that mm-hmm. nature. So which is all huge here right now, which, you know, and, and across the country. But I think Georgia has gotten a lot of it as of late, which I know yeah. you started a foundation, which I want to, you know, kind of bring on because I'm so impressed by it. We cover a lot of things on this show that cover behavior and um, disorder and diseases, and I think your foundation definitely taps into um, dog bites, but also training people how to take care, be sensitive to animals, and then the the therapeutic part of what you do. So just kind of give us a basis of the foundation as well as the therapeutic part of what you do with with your dog dog training. Hello, did we lose? Hello, hello. Can you can you hear me now? Okay. Yes, I can hear you. I think we lost you just for a moment, but it's okay. You know, technicalities okay. do happen. <laughs> uh, uh, my foundation is called Kidney Canine Foundation, and it has two parts. Uh, mm-hmm. The first part is is educating children children on preventing being bitten by dogs, you know, just, mm. just, just everyday things, uh, teaching kids how to recognize an aggressive dog and how to approach dogs so they're not bitten. And, and mm-hmm. just, because education can bring down these numbers. 4.7 million people are bitten every year. 
And these numbers wow. could be cut in half just by education. All right? Are there were 38 dog fatalities last year. Excuse me? Wow. I said that the, the um, fatalities are that high? Yes, and over 50% of that number are kids. My goodness. Oh, I'm shocked. No, no. No, 4.7 million people were bitten. Uh, it was only 38 fatalities last year. Right, but still, but just that, I, I'm, when I tell you I'm stunned, do you hear me stuttering, that it's yes. in the million, million. That's that's crazy. Yes, I would yes. have never it's, thought. It's an that, outrageous, yeah. an outrageous number, and I don't think um, we're really dealing with it head on. No, no. And we should be because um, you know a thousand people are being bitten every day, every huh. single day. You know, and and, and out I, of the children, and, and about two point five billion kids are being bitten every day, and fifty percent right. of that number are bitten in the face. Yes, yeah. And that's what we're hearing the more dogs about. that they know, by the mm-hmm. dogs that they know. Not mm-hmm. by strange dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, and so our interaction, our interaction with these kids, with these dogs, uh, you know, can be harmful at times. Right. What do you think? That, you know, I've had this conversation with so many people because I love dogs. I'm I'm just a dog lover. Period. But I've had this conversation with so many people, and I, my story is. For one, most people don't even realize that they're buying a lot of the dogs or getting a lot of dogs. The one, they don't know the history. You don't know if it was crossbred. You don't know if it was abused. You don't have a clue of, you know, the pedigree, as they would say, like, you know, our mamas would say, well, honey, who is your family? Who are your people? Who are the dog's mm-hmm. parents? Where did they come from? What are they doing? Because I know some people who have had moms and then the sons of mama. Uh, they're breeding together, and you think you're gonna get a, a nice, sweet dog, baby. You got a crossbreed that's gone crazy already just from breeding, and then they're not yeah. training. You're not paying attention. You're not teaching. You're not taught as a parent how to take care of the dog, but you're just buying the dog and, and giving it off to the kids, and then the kids are not being trained. So, do you find that that's more of what's happening? Yes, I think across the board um, with America is. It's a lack of education on how to deal with dogs, how to read mm-hmm. dogs. And mm-hmm. also, sometimes we don't choose a dog that's right for our family. Some dogs are just right. not good for kids. They're just not. Right. And, but right. we we'll bring them into our homes anyway, and then there are grave consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we and have so to be careful your... about the type of dog we bring in our homes. Right. So on your show, I mean, not on your show, in your foundation and in, in the training of of children, do you teach the kids and the parents, or do you just really kind of focus on the the kids knowing the do's and the don'ts, and then, you know, they go home and tell mom and dad what they've learned? Well, um, I teach all, um, but most of my training goes through the kids because they're at schools, mm-hmm. and, they, and then I teach them the top dog safety kids, so they can go teach another, teach another kid and teach their parents. You know, uh, do not bother a dog when it's eating. Do not bother a dog if it's hurt or injured. Uh, You know, do not bother a dog uh, if it's sick. You know, so these type of just most basic skills there, you know, and and, because that's what kids do. They tend to poke at a dog a tail Mm -hmm. or to to anger a dog. And and a dog, a, a, a fearful dog or angry dog will bite. Exactly. 
And that's what people keep blaming, the pit bull, the boxer, the, the German shepherd, the uh, rock wall. I mean, it just, I, I posted something months back, and it was the actual pictures of the dogs, and the dogs were saying, you know, when are we going to stop being blamed? <laughs> each breed, each, you know, each century is giving a dog the bad rap. Whereas, like you're saying, if you do not choose one, the dog that fits your needs and your family, and then you don't get the training as a dog owner, it took me many years to figure out how to be a dog owner. And I still am open to saying, teach me how to be a better parent to the child with four legs. You know, it's yes, the same thing. So well, I think people are not doing what they need to if you want them to be friendly to the public, they have to be socialized. They have to spend as much time as possible as they're growing. Mm-hmm. They're growing up with other mm-hmm. people and with mm-hmm. people and other dogs, so they can right. grow up calm and relax. You know, right. I, I'm going to be teaching um, uh, nutrition and dog bite obedience. I'm sorry, and dog bite prevention and obedience at the Pet Petapalooza uh, October 19th. So everybody can bring your dog, come out, and if you want to learn more, come out to the Petapalooza. And where is that going to be located? Park, all day on mm-hmm. Piedmont Park on October 9th. Is that where they open up the pool and then the dogs can go swimming? Is that the day they do that? Uh, they're not going to do the dog diving and the swimming this uh, this year. Uh, it's something oh. that we're going to consider for next year. Yes, okay. but uh, we're okay. going to have um, – I'll be hosting uh, the, the Petapalooza this year. And uh, we're going to have uh, agility. Uh, uh, we're going to have uh, some scent work being done. Um, uh, we're going to have some protection training. You're going to actually see a company come out and, and, and do a protection demo. Oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. I think, you know, this is so needed. Listeners, I hope and pray that you would take um, an opportunity to um, once again, the information that we're giving you, take it, listen to it, write it down, look it up, because these are things that are important. This has truly blown my mind when I say, you know, I would have never known that many dog bites happen a year. So we want to be able to be better parents. We want to be better neighbors. We want to be better parents to our four-legged and our two-legged children by learning how our canine babies and our baby babies um can live together. If you have a dog that you are not sure about will work with your family, okay, we might need to call Top Dog. We we might need to hook up and figure out, you know, is he the best baby for this family or maybe he needs to be rehomed and we get the better dog for our family. So make sure to tap into all of this. We're definitely posting things as they're being spoken online. Um, tell us quickly about the the therapeutic ways, because you also train, Zah, I believe, is trained as a service dog as well, right? That's correct. He is a, he okay. is a service dog. That's the other part of my uh, foundation is uh, training PTSD dogs, post-traumatic mm-hmm. stress symptoms yes. for soldiers coming back home. So, uh, so Zah is a, a PTSD dog. Wow, I love that. And, you know, we are getting ready to, well, not getting ready to, but we've just uh, been a part of a documentary called I'm Not Crazy, and it's talking about bipolar. And they also use horses as therapy, but I know dogs are used as therapy as well. 
um, we have covered autism and how autistic kids work so beautifully with dogs. Uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, just wonderfully. So we know that w- what you're doing and how you're able to train dogs and teach people that they can also be a part of um, this format, which I think is absolutely wonderful. And I definitely, um, as soon as you start talking about it, you and your beautiful wife, she is such a, she's so sweet. Uh, and she didn't Thank want to you. get on air. It was so great that she was a part of our interview. But you guys have really just set a standard and, and paved the way for things that I know, especially in our community, in our chocolate community, a lot of times we just we don't talk about. You know, we don't do, we don't handle, but there are many things that we need to be open and willing to learn so that we can do better for our community. So I really appreciate what you're doing with the dogs. And, you know, I'm already like, okay, we need a new addition to the Lot Mop Radio family. I'm, you know, going to plug that all night because I would love to be able to have um, what we do on air also spread to the community and to have a loud mouth radio dog um, <laughs> that can go and make somebody feel good would just be an honor. And to know that we're properly trained and have a dog that is trained in those areas is definitely something that I am so open to and, and feel like, you know, what is my what is my purpose? My purpose is to empower people to the best of my ability and to give as much of myself, you know, to the point that I can and not give out, but to give as much as myself to uplift and to inspire somebody to be and do better. So I really salute you. My hat is off to you. Definitely want to do some additional work. But let's let everybody know before we break um, how they can get in touch with you. Okay. Um, They can go to Twitter and Instagram. Ask Top Dog. Okay. Also, they can go to uh, com. Mhm. And finally, they can go to Kids and K Nine. That's K I D Z and K Nine. Okay. And so, are you still with us? Yes. Okay, because I know it was going in and out. We're going to make sure to post this so that they're able to get it as well on our site. But now, if somebody wanted to get a dog, what is the website for them to be able to get one of your babies? Just um, go to – you can contact me through utalkoutbark.com, and you can okay. email me through that site and let me know what your interests are, and I can locate uh, uh, you a dog. Also, if you have a dog with a special talent, I have a casting mm-hmm. agency – for you to put your dogs in film. Um, I so love it. You, you can go on my site and possibly you can see your dog in film one day. That is so excellent. I just I absolutely, again, I salute you for all of the things that you're doing and just, you know, giving us some great ideas that we may not have ever even thought to do. Like, that, you know, who thinks about, you see them on TV, but you don't oftentimes think about it. You don't think, hey, my dog can be in a commercial or TV or, or a spot. You just don't. Not, at least I didn't. So I really appreciate you taking your time. I know you're coming from your son's game, and and I really thank you so much because I know you're probably hungry and ready to just go home right now. So we're not going to hold you, give Sheila loves and hugs, and you know you got to hug Mazar for me, talk to him in his ear, tell him I love him, 
and we're going to have a play date of our own. Um, <laughs> but we appreciate you once again for coming on and just salute you, and we'll put all your information up on our site. Excellent. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, wow. Guys, you have been listening to Top Dog coming on our show, telling us all about the babies, super excited. You know, you don't you don't get that information, and so we're always gracious and, and grateful to have that type of thing. And his actual name is Blake Rashad. You're able to see some of his stuff. Go to his website. Beautiful pictures of Zah and Sammy, um, his wife. She's so cute, too. So we're going to take a little break and bring you some sweet sounds and some sweet music. And then when you come back, when we come back from that, we're going to actually have interviews of the cast from First Impressions. So take a few minutes, take a few sips, and we'll be right back. everybody. We are back. I'm so hoping that you have, you know, take t- 
taking your little station break because now we're getting ready to bring on the interviews that we had. You know what? We had so much fun. Seriously. We had so much fun interviewing the cast of this film and the cast of Home. Um, it just was so much fun. That's 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 really all of that that I can say. I know when we did the cast of Home, we had Joe Morton, and I think I mentioned on that show that we did um, when we did that coverage. I just ran up to him, honey. I thought I knew him. That makes the second time I've gone up to an actor because he looked familiar. <laughs> And I just went, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and grabbed him like he was my good old Uncle Morton. And and for those of you that are not familiar with the name, he's the father of Olivia on Scandal. How about that? So last night, I mean not last night, but the other night on Sunday when we covered First Impression, I made sure that I was in check. Don't grab anybody. If somebody looks familiar, it's probably because you saw them on the screen or on TV, so keep you cool. So everybody was really just very nice, and, uh, you know, they just they just took us in and held on to us as if we had been a part of the cast, a part of the crew, as Meryl stated. Everybody was just so wonderful, so open and so down to earth, and that's the same thing that we found. Sunday, don't you think um, the same thing? Because I know she, she's listening in. Yes, I agree. I think the um the biggest thing here is uh you know allowing people to know um, that films like this are being made and that people can connect with these uh, actors and filmmakers and directors who have visions just like other businesses and other individuals do. And it was just awesome to witness um, the passion. I think I mentioned this. Uh, last night, the passion that was clearly seen from the supporting staff um, of the production teams. And um, what I think is amazing is that, you know, for Atlanta to be growing as much as it is, it's it's really doing a lot for the industry. Um, And it's putting a lot of people to work. You know, Los Angeles is a flooded flooded area when it comes to – Films and actors and people trying to get opportunities to um, to make movies. So I'm really happy to be here in Atlanta. And um, I know you mentioned yesterday I got a project that's coming up next year. Um, we're working on now mm-hmm. that is going to um, be basically my big debut. Um, put myself back in a position of uh, getting back into the craft of which I've loved for a long time. Um, and, and allow me to go back from an education perspective, um, which is you know my my um, my education of uh, film and video. And um, I know you so smart. Great inspiration. Uh, yeah, it was an inspiration for me this weekend to um, to hear these guys talk about their projects, to listen to the actors talk about working on the projects. And, you know, one of the things that stuck out to me, because I'm going to tell you something, making films like these, you know, it costs money to make a film. Um, right. Definitely distribution when you're trying to get into the major studios and things of that nature. But, you know, my attitude, like I think a lot of people's uh, attitudes that are making independent films, I'm not going to wait for the studio to tap me on my back. I'm just going to take the initiative. 
But right. you know, for me, I would love to know and see that more African American filmmakers and directors are getting opportunities. Actresses, and, and I know you're going to play uh, the coverage of the screening. And Lisa uh, Arendelle Anderson spoke about, you know, how thrilled she was to read a script that didn't put her out there like she was a sister from the hood, you know. Right. So, exactly. To me, it made me feel good because the project I know I'm be introducing myself. You know, this has made me, made me even feel even a higher level of alignment. So um, I'm excited about just things to come and the relationships that we've garnered just over the past few days, and you know what what is what is coming about. You know, we're we're going to hold some things close and you know just roll things out as we can gradually. But mm-hmm. um, the exciting part of it is that we were able to capture as much as we could, get the interviews that we did. So without you know without further ado, Jazz, if you want to run that. Um, I, I think it would be a great time to do will. so. And, guys, just, just so you know, it was a lot of claps in the back uh, background, so we find that it's not very clear. We'll we'll pause, kind of explain what what has gone on, or either um, go to our next interviews. We really appreciate you, as we say always, for bearing with us with um, our equipment. We are getting new equipment. We're growing, and I'm so excited, but... For now, we are small grassroots and growing. But you know what? I'm excited about grassroots because grassroots. I think we. I think we. I think we out of the grass. I think we started no, to get no. fertilized a little bit more. No, you so <laughs> no, I'm like, we're flowers. We're flowers. Thank you. I like that. Better, we, we got flowers. We're flowers. Let's, let's do some flowers. No, let me I appreciate tell you something. That. What I was actually going to say is grassroots produced President Obama. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I agree with that message. Yes, we approve that message. We don't despise our small beginning, and we definitely don't despise the fact that you are listening and bearing with us and supporting us. So without further ado, let's bring on on our interview. That's how our real efforts and I kept waiting. I kept trying to okay, it's like, okay, when's it coming? And it never showed up. And I thought, that's a little refreshing. I like that. That I am a business owner who is articulate and intelligent, who is not willing to sleep with a guy on the first half hour date that she has with him. Um, I just was impressed by those things. Again, because what passes in front of us so often as African-American women, especially as activists, in my opinion, is not acceptable. You know, there was a time way, way back when where people like Cindy Poitier and Diane Hill would refuse to do anything that made our people, as they would call us back then, um, look to be that would cause us to um, look like what other people thought. So I appreciated being able to read something where an African-American woman was running the show and then she was doing an excellent job. Thank you, Bridget. Um, I don't know if 
visual. Um, if you think of a gymnast, yeah, who is walking the balancing, right? When you watch those gymnasts walk, walking those balancing, there is not a second where guys they're not adjusting. And I feel like as uh, a woman that my priority is to my marriage and to my family, because I have no illusions of plugging my DVDs when I'm 80. Okay. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really think they're going to comfort me very much. So I very uh, much want to plant seeds that are going to give me lots of shade one day. And um, it has been very challenging, very difficult, because my husband and I choose to live here in Atlanta. Um, and Atlanta is only recently on the map of being an actor. Um, so, but God has been awesome to me and has always proven that he's more than enough. And so I just continually wait upon him. Um, there is a scripture verse that has led me continuously uh, where Nehemiah says, I cannot come down. I am doing a good thing. So I'm constantly reminding myself that in my family and my marriage, I am doing a good thing. And then I'm going to trust that God is going to offer the other thing, which is the craft that he has enabled me to do. So it is not easy. Um, just nothing beautiful is. Period. So, Thank you. 
Uh, 
Roger Barack about that. We talked about that a little while back. And yeah, I can see how that can really work. Um, there are some ideas that are in the works, actually, uh, or possibly even a sequel, which would be really interesting. Uh, but yeah, TV show, definitely there's enough uh, content from Internet Days, uh, from the interviews we've done, from the people we've talked to, and then just right here, a lady who met her husband on the Internet. There's plenty of stories, good, bad, ugly, funny, and certainly uh, you can always use the filmmaking tool to teach like lessons with comedy, with tragedy, with anything. So, yeah, that's a possibility, great possibility. And that that was our Q and A session of interviewing some of our um, cast members and our directors. We are going to break and kind of give you an update of what is going to be going on. You know, we always have to stop and salute our media partners and tell you what's going on in in this week because again, we're on special um, editions for the summer. Um, remote locations and interviews that we're bringing you. You know, we have had that hiatus as a whole group, and we've just kind of been covering some things here and there. So we're going to break now, have our producer come in, tell us what's going on with our media partners, and then we're going to be able to come right back in and bring you the interviews that we had specifically with producers, and uh, some more of the actors. So give us just a minute, and we're going to be right back. We're live on Loudmouth Radio, and we're glad to be in the metro Atlanta area bringing you the news of the ongoing events and things of that nature, other festivities of the next 17th annual Atlanta Black Gay Pride event. We'll be at your official media partners for the event this week. Stay tuned with us on LiveMouthRadio.com to get all the updates, to hear us, to know what's going on. And we're not going to drag this out. We're going to bring back the actual interview of the movie First Impressions. Um, But we want to make sure you know um, that we'll be doing some great coverage throughout the metro Atlanta city area. So if you're in the town and you're looking for things and trying to get the info, I want to make sure that you guys are able to know what's going on and for you to be able to stay in touch with the news of the updating events, um, promoters, all the things that's taking place that we want to make sure that you're aware of. Um, And if you're um, in questions of different things, you're welcome to kind of steer you to our Facebook. Um, In the Life Atlanta is the official host and promoter of the event, and we're media partnered with them, Trash Girls, What's Up in ATL, uh, Project Turnaround, uh, there's a numerous amount of uh, groups, uh, Blue Diamond, um, just it's so many of them, I'm just trying to ran, run them off. But I want to make sure that we go ahead and kind of finish up this interview from first impressions so you know what's going on with it, um, what you see it in the theater near you. And we're just going to go ahead and wrap up the last part of the interviews. Here's Jazzy. Guys, you should see us scrambling around. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. We're going to go right into the next part of the interview, which was uh, with Lisa Wu. Guys, she has cut her hair, baby. She looks fantastic. If you have not had opportunity 
um, to go on Facebook. We posted some pictures of her and Meryl, who was our first guest for this evening. But we kind of, you know, started this interview. We were doing some just some smack talk. So you're going to hear the beginning of the smack talk or the ending of the smack talk and right into the interview. And hopefully you will enjoy this part of it as much as we did. Uh, 
like, okay, fine, I do this. But I, I'm trying to keep things that are a certain caliber. And for us as filmmakers, we have to, one, that's what I want to think filmmakers, you have to be a business person also. Be about your right. Be about your business. And, and then when you have that, when you add up different points that put these things together and make these things happen, then it is because film, they take money. And I'm not trying to put something and put my name on it that it's not going to happen. You know, the production quality. You know, um, you know, the production quality. Like you have to come in with him at one point of 
long was it working on this? You know? It was it was a blast. Like um, it's, it's funny how they caught me because I was actually working on another project. Okay. And I was supposed to be on another project for eight days straight. Something happened. I had two days open, and they were looking for this Jewish guy. They were actually looking for a uh, Hispanic. International Film Festival 
and the show that we covered tonight was called First Impression. We really appreciate all of you for listening and taking the time out to learn a little bit, to enjoy, to be empowered, inspired, and entertained. Guys, this was an amazing opportunity, and we're looking to continue to build relationships where we can bring you more actors, more entertainers, more social activists, politicians, um, average Americans, Indians, Chinese, Hispanic, black, you know, whole time. We really appreciate you for listening in. And we are going to end the evening by saying be blessed. Stay tuned. Follow us all this week as we cover ITLA, In the Life Atlanta, Black Gay Pride, as we are now a partnership media and we are going to bring you all of our media, um, I mean, all of our members and sponsors and advertisements. We appreciate you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful night.